I am forcing my belly to myself and shake what are you too good to me? Man, grass, my nice PP, just shake my hand. Or I'll tell McMahon. Listen, gentlemen, meet the paper. podcast. Man, that is all the crazy news you hear. And I guess, I mean, this isn't really crazy when you act them. Right. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. It's part But, when you look at it on today's lens, especially after those stuff, I've read with uh, JBL, and with all the uh, Me Too, and, um, uh, what is, also, um, also, also yeah. <laughs> also being a men's movement now. Er, um, no, it was, well, us as, as well. well. There you go, thank you. Yes. That's what it was. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what the whole uh, penis gate deal is, Allegedly, not my I, penis. And um, I don't be be surprised that we aren't completely uh, fucking organizing together today. So I, I <laughs> don't have everything in me. But basically, it seems that Court Bauer had been on uh, Major League Wrestling MLW, um, which I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, getting cable here pretty soon and being able to watch MLW on TV because it's the fastest growing wrestling around the MLW. Um, but according to Court Bauer. Randy Orton would initiate writers. Now, this isn't wrestlers. This isn't you know, stage writers or ring guys and, and, you know, none of that. He would put cock, touch himself, which could refer to just touching himself or a little or, I mean, who knows? Maybe he was slapping it around. We don't know. And then um, he would come up and say, I'm Randy Orton. Shake my hand. And when they would hesitate... He would be like, oh, you don't want to shake my hand? What are you, you big-ligging me? That's fucked up. I'm going to go tell Vince and Steph that you won't shake Randy Orton's hand. And, um, Court Bauer has said, that was an old, I believe it was an old statement he had made. Am I correct, Pasty? Yes. That, that Court Bauer uh, had made. Yeah, somebody had dug it up in the archives. They looked way back, just listening to some old shit, and they stumbled across it. And brought it back up to the surface. What? But Court Bauer was—he was called out on Twitter and asked if that had actually happened. And Court Bauer has said yes, so he's standing behind that story. So even though it's it's old and made up, and somebody else dug it up, Court Bauer, as recently as August tenth, has said that yes, that is a hundred percent true. Crazy, crazy stuff. These wacky wrestlers and their penises. I know. Penises. <sighs> this should really get the hashtag not my penis going around. Right, yes. Hashtag not my penis. Randy Orton <laughs> needs a t-shirt. We gotta make one and send it to him stat. Right. Hashtag not my penis. Have Randy Orton with a fucking snake coming out of his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> 32-inch pythons, brother. Yeah, but how's he going to that? Because ring name is, is his name. He can't even be like, Well, bro, Hogan has a 10-inch penis, brother. Terry Balea does not have a 10-inch penis. I can show the court right now, brother. I just want to... And, and don't... You can take this gay. I don't give a gay. I want to be in a locker room 
when like Hulk's putting his gear on and he finally ties that bandana and his penis just grows because <laughs> he's officially Hulk Hogan now. <laughs> and it just, like, does it slowly grow as he puts on each bit of, of his, his outfit? Or does it just fucking shoot to length as soon as he fucking finishes? I do think it shoots to length as soon as he puts the boa around his neck. That could be. I mean, mine, usually mine, as soon as I finish, mine shrinks. I mean, it shoots, but it shoots and shrinks <laughs> as soon as I finish. It does build up as I'm going, though. I'll give it that. I am itching everywhere, Pasty. And it isn't just the crabs. I hate it. Not just the crabs. I hate it. I'm, I'm everywhere, and it's really bothering me. Oh, son of a bitch. Why are you itching, Pat Mac? I'm itching because the hoodlums who live in my house and I call my children last night left a daygum... I have a, a sliding door out to my deck. They left the door open... The screen door open, all of it wide open. Left all the daygum lights on in my living room. And every bug for a 12-mile radius ended up in my house. And they just turned my body into a smorgasbord as I slept. I woke up probably like five times throughout the night just itchy. And I just thought it was weird, but you just... You don't know, you're half asleep and you wake up and you itch and you go to bed, whatever. You know, you remind Netflix that you're still watching that and then you go to bed. <laughs> yes, I'm still watching it now. Let me go to bed. <laughs> and finally, it was about 2.30, almost 3, maybe. And my first concern was, shit, did we get bed bugs? Because you don't want fucking bed bugs. But we hadn't gotten anything new in the house. Nothing new. No new furniture, no new clothes, no new people, no new animals, nothing. So I got up, went into the living room. Because if I'm going to go inspect bed bugs, I'm getting a fucking beer. Right. So I go into the living in the room, which is in... You gotta have a beer in the oh, middle of the night sometimes when you wake well, up. Well, when you're that itchy. So my living room's halfway between my bedroom and the kitchen, and... Uh... Fuck, I must be detoxing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and man, I came out to the living room, and that window, I seen the curtain just moving a little bit, and I was like, oh man, they left it wide open. I was pissed. I sent a very angry text message. Uh, didn't make me happy. Not one little bit. I'm quite pissed, actually. Um, you know, it didn't bother me throughout the day while I was at work, because when you keep busy, it's not a big deal. But now that I'm sitting down and just talking... Right here at home, it's on your mind. There yep, goes the... Now I'm just... Yeah. Now it's just itchy everywhere. It pisses me off. Ah. Uh, man, my hashtag hurdy30 has not been great to me. Uh -oh. So far, since July 15, 2018, I have sprained both of my ankles, had severe tooth pain, uh, what the fuck else, uh, the worst pinched nerve I've ever had in my life in my left shoulder, and it lasted over a week. Just can't get on top of shit. Can't. It's Hurdy 30. I think I cursed myself when I first called it Hurdy 30 on Facebook. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, it's but funny because young rapper Pacey White always said I'd never make it to 30. And here's 30 like, you're not making it to 31, motherfucker. <laughs> right? <laughs> you pushed your luck, you bastard. 
I remember my, I don't, I think it was, was it 30 or was it 29? One of mine that were right around there, though. I got the most sick I'd ever been in my dagum life, too. And it's just something about that time, uh, you know, that's the, I don't know if that's the new middle age, because people live longer now. What is that, the new, like, quarter age or something? I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a milestone that you don't want to hit, is what it is. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm just... I'm terrified of what the rest of my life has in store for me if the right. has been this bad to me this fast. It's been a month. One month today. And I suffered some of the worst pain in my life on multiple occasions. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> now, before we press on any further, Fat Mac, I do believe we need to undress the elephant in the room. Alright, I like undressing the women. So, last week we didn't broadcast because the Saturday prior we were at the Galactic Get Down, and we put up an episode for you guys. We put up Quite an a hour and a half episode for you guys. Yeah, we pushed it out for you. Unfortunately, Spreaker only caught 24 minutes of that podcast, so we apologize if it was cut off short while you were listening. We tried, man. We tried to shoot live. Despite Wi-Fi connection issues, they wanted us to broadcast the whole thing live. And I'm really glad we only did one segment live. And I feel horrible that it failed. Yeah, I feel horrible too, but the, the thing is, we've learned a lesson, and going forward... When we're not, I mean, come on, we have issues when we're in our own fucking home studios. So when we're not in our own home studios recording from the the cloud style booths, um, there's no way we're doing live again. I mean, it's just not happening. I mean, maybe if we're in civilization in a place with very dedicated Wi-Fi and... if we do that, not... it's it's got to be some place that we before we air our thing, we've tested out recording Wi-Fi like for hours. A, I tell a, you what, I'm airing day. my thing right now. It was a hot and sweaty day. <laughs> I know. I haven't even gotten a chance to take a shower. You folks should feel lucky. I hopped right into this fucking shit, so I stank and I'm. It was a warm one to be working outside and carrying heavy deals, which both of you and I have heavy deals. You know what I mean? Yes. So, We're talking about our, our deals, our, our vipers. Vipers. It's a burden we both have to bear. It is. I mean, that's just life. You just got to deal with it. But in that episode, and I'm not sure if it made the broadcast or not, I did mention we no longer have a sponsor in... Monster wear clothing. Because he just up and stopped doing it. And we may have been putting this out there for the last six months and he wasn't doing it. But we were dedicated to our cause and shouted him out as often as possible. Now we're sponsorless. Let us know. (laughs) Right. We're we're just sponsorless now, folks. So if you have a business you would like to have sponsored by V6 Podcast and Cloud Style Broadcasting, or if you know somebody who has products or business like materials that they would like broadcast and promoted for a nominal fee or just scratch our back or just shake my hand. Or meet the Viper. (laughs) 
let us know. Hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash B-Sticks Podcast. Facebook.com forward slash Cloudstyle Broadcasting. Patreon.com forward slash Cloudstyle. And other social media endeavors that Fat Mac knows better than I do. You can find us Twitter at BeefsticksCSB. You could go to the GoFundMe. Just go to GoFundMe.com and search Cloudstyle Broadcasting. You can hit us up on email at cloudstylebroadcasting at gmail.com. Or beefstickspodcast at gmail.com. Sorry, there's another fucking bug. Uh, yeah! Man, it has been hot since we've brought from the comfort of our own homes. And I tell you what, I'm happy to be back. I feel good. I feel talkative. And guess what? SummerSlam's coming up this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. It's going to be five hours long with a two-hour free show. SummerSlam. Time to sit and pick the clam. I can't say that it's going to be good. I can't say it's going to be bad. I have continued. We don't know, folks. We've continued the summer summer of mother. And uh, the only thing I have already heard about, maybe there's one or two other things. We'll, We'll find out as we talk about it. But one good thing about the summer of other is pasty. You and I didn't have to sit around and deal with the whole, uh, Brock turned on Paul Heyman just to have this last Monday them say it was all a ruse and <laughs> Paul Heyman no mace big deal. Roman Reigns in the face. Mace. And then Brock came out and choked him to death. So you and I didn't have to deal with those fucking shenanigans and bullshit. One so thing I thing. wanted to see that I didn't see that I had to go through YouTube big up to see was the so return of the almighty Dean Ambrose. Somebody wow, says that he looks he like Hunter Hearst Helmsley now, is what I've I been reading. Yes, why? Because he's got a goatee and short hair? That, that could be. I don't know. It's just the, the everything on um, any social media is, was uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley came out to help Roman Reigns. And it's like, what the fuck are they talking about? And it turns out it's Dean Ambrose, but apparently his new look, he looks just like Hunter. Apparently his hair is longer. I don't think and he looks like... No, he's, no, apparently he's really um, butched up, like really buffed up, I yeah. should say. Yeah, oh my god. He must have spent his entire recovery time in the gym. I want him to... I want to master his hitties now. It might hey, be hey. a task. Might be a task. He looks good, though. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And if it does heel turn on Seth Rollins, the way we've been speculating for a year, he for will. For a year. <laughs> for a year? I mean, it'll be good. This is a good look for a heel turn Ambrose. And if he doesn't heel turn, it's still a good look for Ambrose. He looks different, but he looks serious. And he's put on a lot of muscle. And that is against Dolph Ziggler, correct? Uh, yeah, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. No, no Seth, it's just Rollins Seth Rollins versus with... Dolph Ziggler. With Dean Ambrose has, in his corner, and he has um, Drew yeah. Galloway in his corner. Drew McIntyre. Well, yeah. It's both guys. They're both going to be there. Well, this would be <laughs> a great place for a uh, Roman heel turn, but we know that's not going to happen, but that would be awesome. Have Roman come out, and they have a group, Ziggler, McIntyre, and Roman. 
why didn't they just wait and have Heyman mace Roman in the face during the match at SummerSlam? Oh my that would God, have been that would make more sense, moment. wouldn't it? That would make yeah. so much more sense. Yeah. Now, like, I want to watch SummerSlam 20% less, I do believe. Stretch it out until the match. Why would you do this now? Other than the fact that, I guess... Potentially, Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon have signed a contract backstage, which will see Brock Lesnar wrestling in WWE and fighting UFC at the same time, which ultimately says he's not losing the championship anytime soon. Depressing. We'll see. I hate it. We'll see. You want to talk about some more depressing stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, before we hop into SummerSlam, we really should, we really should discuss that. Go ahead, Pasty, because, um, I mean... I believe it was, uh, Monday, wasn't it? I believe it was Monday. The one and only Jim the Anvil Neidhart, one half of the Hart Foundation, according to some sources, which I don't believe, because one of the Hart Foundation... Yeah, a full, a full on stable, well, right? The thing was, the original Heart Foundation in the um, late 80s and a little bit in the early 90s was Brett the Hitman Hart, Jim the Anvil Night Hart, and Jimmy Hart. They all ended their names in Hart, but each one was a different Hart and none of them were related. Although, Jim the Anvil Night Hart was married to Brett the Hitman Hart's sister, so he was related through marriage. Jimmy Hart had nothing to do with it, but he had a megaphone. And he may or may not have died also. We haven't figured that out yet. We're looking into that. But then later on in the mid-90s when there was the big feud with uh, Steve Austin before Austin got big and when uh, Brett was arguably at his best and biggest, there was a Hart Foundation that consisted of um, Brett the Hitman Hart, the British Bulldog, who was married to one of the sisters, Owen Hart, who was a brother, and Brian Pillman, who grew up with the Hearts and trained in their um, in, in in the dungeon with Stu Hart. So, and for a little while, Jim the Anvil Nightheart was in there also. Uh, he actually one of those pay per views. I God, I don't think it was um, the Calgary Stampede, but one of their uh, uh, what did they call them? In your house pay per views. There was a there was a stipulation for every one of them. And one stipulation was Jim the Anvil Neidhart would have to shave his goatee if he lost the match. He lost the match. He never shaved his goatee, but he left to go to WCW. <laughs> I know it was um, British Bulldog and Ken Shamrock, and the Bulldog would have had to eat dog food if he lost. Bret Hart and uh, Stone Cold, and if Bret Hart lost, he'd never wrestle in America again. I don't remember what Owen Hart's stipulation was. Brian Pillman, it was Brian Pillman and Gold Dust, I believe. And if Brian Pillman lost, he had to wear a dress. So, yeah, they all were like totally stipulationed out. And this was before the Vince Russo era. Some of the best heat yeah. ever, though. Oh, yeah. By far. Yeah, no, I was very confused because a lot of news sources pointed out that, that it was just the two of them and the Hart Foundation. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, the original was just them two, but later on it was a whole... That was when they had nothing but factions. They had the Hart Foundation, 
They had the DOA, the Disciples of Apocalypse, which were like basically white supremacists. The Nation of Domination, Los Bariquas, which were the, all the Hispanics got together. They just had so many factions back then, it was insane. That was Vince's faction phase. Yeah, I wish you'd go back to that a little bit. Some factions would be real nice right about now. And I'm not like just talking factions. about three-man tag teams. Factions. Factions that can hold all the championships on the roster. That kind of shit. Right? Um, but yeah, it is sad to see him go. I'm not going to lie. He was always just... He was never going to be more than a mid-card guy. I mean, you could put him in there and he's a big guy. You could put on a decent match. I still look at the original Hart Foundation as one of the best tag teams ever. I go back and talk to them whenever... I hearken them whenever you see a tag team with a big muscle dude and then a technical guy. But not everyone had the chemistry and charisma they did since they were friends, they were family, they did grow up together and stuff. So they really made for an awesome tag team. Jim's demons just got the best of him. He just could never stay sober long enough to really... I mean, the man could have been much bigger than he was, and I and I, and I don't mean to beat on the dead, but I'm also not one of those people who's going to suck the dead's dick. The bottom line is, he was a great wrestler. So you're not going to whack man. him off. You're not going to suck his dick. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that if the man would have been able to just stay sober, he would have had a hell of a run in, in either and both WWE and WCW. I agree. I mean, he was what Vince wanted, the the big body guy. He could have easily been more over than even Bret Hart, potentially. 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 That's a good word to add at the end of a sentence to not cause <laughs> conflict with listeners. <laughs> right? Understanding <laughs> <laughs> uh, was he didn't die from an injury-related... Um, he had fell and hit his So, I mean, maybe he was inebriated when it happened, but um, that's the only thing I've been able to find is that he fell and hit his head and he died. So, I guess you've heard any more. No, more. that's what it sounds like on my end as well. So, oh. always wear your safety hat. Right. Put that head you're back on, Jim. So, we here at uh, 6 by FM. Put out our condolences to the family, to friends, the fans of Jim the Anvil Nightheart. I mean, he's going to hold special place in our hearts. Uh, I mean, not Jimmy Hart. Bret Hart would be the last one. You know what I mean? Would've... Yeah, because there was a lot. Pill was younger than him. Owen was younger than him. Bulldog was probably around the same age. I, I'm not sure. But Bulldog had a lot of his own personal demons and drug issues. But yeah, when you look at it. With Brett Hart it's a good thing Brett decided to take care of his hand. I mean, otherwise we could ta- be talking about something completely different. He was always there to take care of his hand. And taking care of your hand is, is rule one in living a long, healthy life. Yeah, Rand Orton. I've also heard um, wine is healthy for you. Like wine a day or something like that. And as you and I both know, Pasty, Brett Hart, I mean, I love him as a wrestler, but that man knows how to wine. Yes, he does. He's definitely a wine connoisseur. True it is. is. Uh, So getting the 
somber, sad stuff out of the way. Should, should we pop? Oh, we're in not the... done yet. Oh, we're no. not done yet. We're not done popping. We have to uh, have a woken wake, pre-woken wake, for the woken, broken Matt Hardy, who definitely seems to be stepping away from his in-ring career as a professional wrestler in WM, probably everywhere else, seeing as his pelvis is fusing to his spine, and he wants to be around for his children and be able to chase his kids and play with his kids. If he keeps it up, he could just fuck his life. So as he makes his eggs, glad like oh, hiring now because I have to hire right stepping stone. And as this have to be a center. And did it lose titles? The team. Oh yeah, that's right. I, we even see. Super slam. Else, Steph moving away from Bray Wyatt. He's not stopping him, but he come back. And hopefully, hopefully he he stayed. The bit um is called the Avento Omega. He would the he would uh, drop off the rope and Mary would do or Jeff Hardy that's on uh, off the rope, but he dropped off the rope. Oh, triple Hulk Hogan, right? And he had the muscle Hogan, so he's really rooted himself in and bigger than he ever been. In his rear, insane. Before he came to WWE, <laughs> yes, that's booking. But he did, he still didn't have any eyes on him. I w- I would dare say. I was in the same amount. Now, yeah, I think my thing was the leg right. Wonderful! Bring back the... But... And, you know, I mean, some to take time off at the surgeon's healer body. He could possibly leave and come to run in a good-sized run later on. I'll be in addition, but... People have... And then you're having a great right. run, but... He's back. I'm better than ever! Well, not better than ever, but he's back. <laughs> but, while we're on the topic of Daniel Bryan, I do want to point out that WWE will be bringing back their... What the fuck is it? Uh, well, the Chronicles. Whatever. I don't remember what it's called exactly. But in 2K19, they're going to have... Oh, Showcase! Mm. Uh, detailing Daniel Bryan's entire career, including his match against John Cena as the American Dragon. Back in the Disney. So that's cool. Makes me really excited. I don't want to buy the game still. I'm going to get Fire Pro Wrestling instead. But uh, it's nice to know that they're bringing back the showcase. Because that was a big part of WWE 2K games for a long time. The last one being the Stone Cold Showcase. And I feel like the games have suffered since then. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows my feelings on them. Basically, I know there's a little bit of difference, but they're basically all the same game. To me, if you <laughs> buy one every four years, you're you're fine. There's yeah, no I was buying them every... Buy. I think I bought them every year for the last four years myself. I just don't feel you and, need to. I mean, you can. Yeah, you can. I'm just... I'm over it. The career mode always sucks. The online play is less than forgiving, I guess. Uh, it all depends on if your connection speed is better than the person you're fighting, and it's right. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. It's a battle of the modems more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a modem battle simulator. <laughs> 
video game. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh... So what do you think? Are we ready to get into SummerSlam? Or... Yeah, I mean, there's we'll there's plenty of more news stuff to... as we go because you yeah. know I can't stay on topic for long. But yeah, we might as well get that rolling. I was actually thinking about that today, Pasty, because I was listening to um, Bischoff's 83 Weeks. And Bischoff is just like you. You, you know, because Conrad Thompson will ask him a question. He'll be like, Conrad what? Thompson's with Bischoff, too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the man Holy when shit. it comes he to... ties it all together, huh? He's got, he's got Bruce Pritchard, Tony Schiavone, and um, Eric Bischoff. He's trying to get an ECW one off the ground. Paul Heyman... <laughs> "Quote unquote can't because he's still uh, contracted to WWE. Joey Styles shot him down, so he's still trying to get an ECW one off the ground. And that man still runs a mortgage company, right? Like that's his real job. <laughs> and he put on Starcast, or he's putting on Starcast. It's just he's got to have a hell of a work ethic. But yeah, yeah Con- Conrad, I'll I look ask up him. to him. I I do too. He's what I strive to be in podcasting." He's kind of my podcast hero. But he, he'll ask Bischoff a question, and Bischoff will be like, you know, that that's very interesting, Conrad. And let me let me first preface that by saying, and then he'll go into this long tangent. And I'd say 50% of the time, he'll stop and he'll be like, guy, I don't know why I went on that long-winded tirade. What did you even ask me? <laughs> like he'll talk for 15, 20 minutes. And still not even get to the answer of Conrad's question. But it's interesting stuff. He tells you something very interesting. And it and it kind of had uh, um, a dusting of something to do with what he asked. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I just it, I thought of it today when I was listening to it. Because I was like, that's just pacey right there, man. That's And I love it. I, I enjoy it because you get something different that maybe you wouldn't have even got. Because Conrad wouldn't have asked that question. But Bischoff went off and told you about it anyways. And you're good for that, Pasty, and I like that about you. I actually enjoy that about you. It's the spontaneity. Yeah, it keeps things fresh, you know. If I was listening to our podcast, which I don't, I'll put that over here right now. I I live it, I don't listen to it, (laughs) but I'd get bored if we were just in a quick spiel about the the upcoming pay-per-view and predictions, like... I like Wrestle Talk. I don't watch their predictions podcasts. Right. <laughs> so. Yes. All right. Well, let's go. Let's let's fucking go top to bottom. Fuck them. We usually go bottom to top. Are we gonna uh, start with NXT Takeover? Sure. Fucking, we can go with that. Well, then let's go oh, bottom. Yeah. Then let's go bottom, bottom to top. top. If we're gonna go bottom to top, we're gonna bottom to top it. Face down, ass up. You know how I like to touch my penis and tell you to shake my hand. So, even though our summer of other did did not prevent us from watching NXT, I'm just going to be honest, I haven't been keeping up with NXT either. Me either. And we have a match that I think the build-up and the storyline must be awesome because of who they are and the way they talk and the yeah. way they promo. So I'm kind of bummed. Maybe I'll try to find time to watch a few episodes or, or glance this at will a be, few. This will be EC3's debut singles match in NXT uh, on a takeover, at least. Versus the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. 
I mean, this just screams personality. Neither one may be the greatest wrestler in the world. They're both very good. Yeah. I mean, they're not oh, yeah. bad, but they're they're definitely not um, a Daniel Bryan or a Ricochet or an Adam Cole or a Douglas Williams or, you know, I mean, they're, they're just not. They're not Okada. But their personalities, they both just ooze personality. Um, I... I'm excited for this match. I think I gotta go EC3. He's got the bur- the the girth, the bulk. He um, does. But you know what he doesn't have? The NXT experience Velveteen Dream has. So I'm going with my boy, and hopefully this time he don't let me down. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, Pasty, I believe EC3 was in NXT before Velveteen Dream. I don't think so. Under the name Derek Bateman. Oh. Back in the master, uh, right? Back master when Bateman. <laughs> back when NXT was I was that I think that was just after it had quit being a reality series. Um EC three was in NXT. Um and he left. I did not the, know that. You didn't know that, huh? Really? Derek I Bateman? No. Well now you know. So he actually does have one up on Velveteen Dream on that. Day. But yeah. you're going with the old VD? Yeah. And I'll go I love my VD. You know, speaking of VD, I was, our, um, my internet went out this morning. And, of course, I was wide awake because of the fucking bug bites. So I threw on some old Chappelle show and I watched his old Sesame Street type thing where he had... <laughs> The different uh, STDs come out and sing about themselves, like gonorrhea and the clap and crabs and oh, uh, it's I love classic Dave Chappelle. I love all the Dave Chappelle. His newest oh, yeah. stand up, his that he new stand up awesome. is really good. Yeah, yes. So I mean, can't go wrong with Dave anytime, but that just made me think of it when he was talking about that. Ah, <laughs> uh, fun stuff. Up next is the NXT North American Championship. We have champion Adam Cole. Although they didn't put champion on here, but I'm pretty sure he's still the champion. Yeah, he's still the champ. Versus Ricochet. This would be Ricochet's NXT TakeOver debut as well. As far as I know. His single. Fought Velveteen Dream at the last TakeOver. And then he was in that ladder match that EC3 was also oh, in. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, where yeah, I yeah, couldn't say right. it was their first TakeOver match, but you're it's right. their first single. Uh, but yeah, Ricochet has one more. I'm really excited for this one. I don't even want to pick a winner because I think I'm gonna lose either way I pick. <laughs> well, we already know uh, who I'm picking. So you yeah. guys will make your pick first, and I'll make mine. <sighs> well, fuck. Stuck between a rock and a hard place. Let's go, Adam Cole. Fuck it. Adam Cole keeps it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, let's go that way. Because I like that for my next pick. That's cool because then the way I read it on our page, it says, Adam Cole, baby. So that's perfect. Adam Cole, baby! Now, I know who I'm picking for this next one. 
I'm picking Adam. I'm, I'm picking Adam Cole as well. I let you go first. I should yeah. tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm no. definitely picking Adam Cole. I think. I think he could hold. I think he could and should hold this title through the next year, and really build up the prestige of this title. He mm-hmm. should hold this title. Yes. Um, until he leaves and gets brought up to the main roster. And I don't necessarily mean he has to keep it when he goes up there. I mean, he can lose it in a match, in an amazing match to somebody. I'm okay with that, but... I don't want him... I don't want him to lose it and get called up. I'm sick of champions well, he, and, and have to do losing that their title and getting called up right away. He doesn't I don't have want to do that. that either. Yeah. I'll take it Honestly, either way. I'd like to see him, have it, see him have a long run with it, lose it, and then win it back. And then have a decent run with it, lose it, and maybe get called up somewhere after that. Part of me thinks, and I know he doesn't have to, but part of me thinks he should lose the North American title, win the NXT championship. There you go. Say he's hold that, and then maybe get called up while he's NXT champion. I don't know. That could be, you know. They could do that, and that could be around WrestleMania time next year, and when they do the draft, he could get called up as NXT champion, um, a la Page. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like that story. I, I dig it. Up next, we have the rest of the Undisputed Era defending their NXT Tag Team Championship against Mustache Mountain. Now, this makes me really glad I haven't been watching NXT because I'd just be dulled down by the build-up towards this, but just seeing it on paper, um, touching myself. Will you shake my hand? Oh, definitely. I will shake. I will shake your hand, and I will shake your viper. Nice. My question is, I haven't been watching, and maybe maybe we I could look into this. But is it um, is it Red uh, Red Dragon? Or is it, so. or is it, um, uh, uh, um, Kyle O'Reilly and, um, Roderick Strong? I'd say O'Reilly and Strong. You don't think Bobby That's Fish has come back yet? I don't think so. Let me see if I can find anything. I think I would have heard about that somewhere along the interwebs. You would have, yep, it's still, it's still mm-hmm. Roddy and O'Reilly. Yep, it is. So, that's good. I like that they have um I like that they brought in Mustache Mountain as a team. Tyler the Master Bait and Trent Seven are both awesome. Um this one I this might This is gonna be a good fucking tag team match. This like... should be because they're both tag Well, Roddy isn't so much a tag team specialist, but O'Reilly, Trent uh seven, Tyler Bate. I, I might surprise you here, Pacey, but I think I'm calling Mustache Mountain for the win only because... Same here! Are you really? Yes. My thoughts That's are... I picked Cole to keep his title, because I don't think all of Undisputed Era would go beltless. Right, that would be horrible. And I'm thinking that they're going to move it over to NXT UK, and they could come in with some momentum as the NXT Tag Champions. I don't know when that's supposed to start yet, I still haven't really heard anything on that NXT UK. I mean, they 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 said it was happening, nope. and then we haven't heard anything since, have we? No, I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't heard anything yet either. But but I, we get Mustache Mountain on an NXT takeover. And I'm not it. gonna scoff. No, I'm not scoff won't. at all. 
Speaking of that, did you ever uh, trim yours yet? Yep, it's gone. Oh, well, I mean, it, it's there, but it's not it. Right? You need to send me a picture. Eh, it's nothing special. Yeah, your your face is always special. It's just a regular Christy. mustache now. Your face is always special. Uh, following that, we have NXT Women's Championship match: Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Hmm. I do think I'm just gonna let my chops go. <laughs> it, and just, just let them go wild and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. That'd be it. You look, man. You rock the chops, man. The mustache. I love the chops. The chops were around long before the mustache. But I think for both of us to have the mustache, I think it's just, it's too much. We need to be a little unique. And therefore, I cede the mustache to the fat Mac. We discussed man. this at, at Galactic Get Down on Beastick Podcast as well. We did. Not sure. <laughs> <if they got. laughs> Probably 24 didn't. minutes. I don't think we talked about a whole lot. <laughs> no, we were just I know we started. talked about Potato Boontang, so the, the whole title of the episode is great and, and makes its point. Yeah, at least that that would be really awkward to have that title and then just be like, hey, what's happening in wrestling? <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted to know about Potato Poontang. Yeah, we we discussed Potato Poontang and then I came home to society and I've been every single day craving baked potatoes, so I have a baked potato as often as possible. And I fu- have and that you fuck baked it? potato. And yeah, you fuck I it? have it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep. Sometimes you got it. Sometimes you just got to fuck a potato. You know, and there's no no judgments out there. It's not a horrible thing. It's not a bad thing. If you want to fuck a potato, I say I say go for it. I now say we just one of us has to at least one of us has to be grapefruited by a potato. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Might have to rock, paper, scissors for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Losers giving the blue job. Yep. <laughs> SummerSlam pick stipulation. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Just keep them the same across the board. <laughs> then we gotta double off. <laughs> then we have to double off. No, a sixty-nine situation with potatoes. <laughs> God, this picture just keeps getting more and more beautiful. Somebody should paint that. Two guys just potato slobbing each other. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But I don't know without the, um, I mean, we'd have to put something on it because you don't have the citric acid, which is what makes grapefruiting the so sour cream. intense. So, sour yeah, cream sour, or hot melted sour butter, cream is like a that base. would lube you up really real acid. nice. So Douse that shit in melty butter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Some some butter. No, I think we have to, I don't know, throw some, some onions and chives on there because that'll give you a little tingle, oh, yeah. I think. Fully loaded. Yeah. Fully loaded. Fully loaded potato. That's going to be a new sexual technique. 
soon to come to your neighborhood. Brought to you by Cloud Style Broadcasting. <laughs> potato job on my knob, like corn on the cob. But it's a potato, not corn on the cob. <laughs> I could see you, though, trying to do, like, one of them decobbers with your cock and just take the corn <laughs> on the cob and then... Shoot the cob out and the corn just resting around your manhood. That would be good if you could somehow still keep the corn all together. It'd be super that would impressive. Be real nice. It'd be yeah. super impressive. It'd be ribbed for your pleasure. You just hot glue the outside, right? And then cob it and then fuck it. We could call that one the Valley of the Jolly Green Giant. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> It's so delicious though. I'm hungry now. It's maybe horrible, but now I'm getting hungry. Sometimes you gotta fuck a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Fans, have you ever fucked a vegetable? Hit us up on Facebook and we'll discuss it. Yep. I've done some bad things in my life. <laughs> I uh, once, I once, I once fed a vegetable to an ex that I had used on another girl before. That's probably wrong. I mean, I didn't just give her the vegetable. I like, you know, pretended like I was making. Here, something eat with this. It. <laughs> you shove it in your mouth. <laughs> but um, I've done it. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm proud of it. Not saying I'm ashamed of it either. I'm saying it happened. I'm Don't eat vegetables when you go to the Fat Max house. <laughs> or at least be aware of their shape and how many <laughs> holes are in them. <laughs> you know. Uh, if you come there for, you know, um, I don't know, if you come there for a, uh, God, what is there that you couldn't do something to? I guess broccoli's probably okay. Cauliflower. Maybe. It could be a French tickler. Could be, yeah. Cauliflower could make a nice you, butt plug. Something you couldn't do with... Uh, is there a vegetable you couldn't? <laughs> I mean, obviously the eggplant is impressive. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed when that happens. I give her a standing ovation. Round of applause. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to go through the vegetables in my head, and it's... There's not a lot that you can't do something with. Yeah, maybe you just shouldn't eat vegetables at my house. I mean, maybe we'll just say that. Just don't do it. It's not good. Maybe, well, rice. Rice is a grain, so that doesn't count. You can't say yeah, rice. Yeah, it's a grain. God, I almost had it with the rice. And you could make some nice sticky rice and stick it in. So. Yep, just don't eat vegetables at Fat Max House. Moving along. And don't trust the rice pudding. <laughs> I make a hell of a fish pudding, though. I make a hell of a fish pudding. <laughs> NXT Women's Championship match. The champ, Shayna Baszler. Versus the captain, Kyrie Sane. Oh, boy. <sighs> This is a tough one, but I'm going to go Bezler. I think she's too badass to drop it. And Kyrie Sane, this would be her NXT TakeOver debut. So, that, yeah. That is not true. 
Yes, it is. She's not been on an NXT takeover. That I I don't buy that for a second. I'm I'm not buying that pasty. All right, let me ask Jeeves. You ask Jeeves. I'll ask Wikipedia. Um, obviously though, I'm I'm torn because there's there's good reasons, which are both positives for for Baszler, as to why she could win or could lose. Obviously, they're building up this um horsewoman match. Oh wait, she wrestled in War Games. Fucking told you. You fucking told me. Why don't I remember that? Because I was too focused on the war games, probably. The war, the war games kind of eclipsed everything that night, but <laughs> she did very well on that one. Wasn't that Shayna Baszler yeah. also? Or who was that? No, that was Ember Oh, Ember, Ember Moon. Moon. Yeah, that was a good match. So obviously they're going towards this four horsewoman match at WrestleMania, where the two horsewhip or the two groups of horsewomen are going to meet up. The MMA horsewomen and the WWE horsewomen. Um, we know for a fact that the other two horsewomen that were with Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey are training and are going to be in NXT pretty soon. We know that Bailey and Sasha are being. I want to see again. the eight horsewomen fight eight women horses. Yeah, hey, that would be cool. Just a, just knocking down these mares. Mares are men, aren't they? <laughs> Phillies. Ah, uh, no, the old gray mare just ain't what she used to be. Ain't oh, okay. what she used to be. So, yeah, yeah. But I prefer Phillies because they could do it in Philadelphia. <laughs> Thank you, childhood songs. <laughs> you know where I know that song from? Maybe the same place you do, I don't know. Huh. Um, The Simpsons. Um, Jasper, the bearded old man. I don't even remember what episode it is, yeah. but his, uh, oh, is it, uh, I want to say it's the Krusty, when, when Krusty Clown gets canceled, then he tries to make a comeback and he has the Krusty comeback, uh, spectacular or whatever, which is like KKK, even though spectacular isn't K or something, but Jasper dances and plays accordion while balancing people on a bench on his head, and while he's doing it, he's singing, The old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be, ain't what she used to be. That's where I know that song from. (laughs) I've never heard it anywhere else other than you just saying it now, but... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking The Simpsons and Jasper is where I know it. I want to say Lamb Chops is probably where I heard it. Oh, see, I see Lamb Chop, but not a lot. And back to my... Women on horses. Thank you, Lady Godiva. <laughs> Shout out to the history buffs. I dropped one. Lady Godiva. You weren't expecting that, bitches. Lady Godiva. Woo! That's a hell, of a, a hell of a painting, too. But um, what was the uh, who was the one who got fucked by the horse, though? That was sure a lot of them. That wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of them. There's a famous one, like a a, a queen. Uh, I don't remember which one got fucked by the horse, but God bless her, too. Um, So, what I'm I'm trying to say here is we know that Shayna Baszler is going to be coming up to the main roster pretty soon. We know that they got plans for her. Uh, Bailey and, and Sasha are best friends again, and we're never getting that match, probably ever. 
Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great, yeah, she got plowed by a fucking horse. <laughs> I just think it's awesome that there's a queen that the only claim to fame that she's remembered for is getting fucked by a horse. I want that to died be my legacy. from being yeah. fucked by her queen. I want my legacy to be like, he died getting fucked by a whale on land. <laughs> like, I something like that. That just, it lives on. Yeah, I'm fine with... He died while fucking a potato. <laughs> I shoot for bigger things, but... <laughs> I mean, because honestly, even if you did something great, you're going to be remembered longer for that than he's the man who cured cancer. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like the the man that cured polio. You don't know what his name is, do you, Pasty? Uh, no. No, but we know Catherine the Great got fucking pounded Marco by Polio? a horse. Was it Marco? Marco uh, Polio? Could have been. But we know that broad got pounded by a horse to death, and it's like, to that I say, <laughs> Okay, I guess, uh, I guess I'm just going to be different and pick Kyrie Sane. They could, uh, the point I was trying to get to, but we're just not going to get past the horse fucking. You can't really. <laughs> just, you really can't. To, to sum it up quickly, they're either going to protect her because they got this big thing coming up or they're going to have her lose so she can move to the main roster because she's got this big thing coming up. I'm not sure which way they're going to go. I'm just going to pick the opposite one of you since we've had so many the same. Or one the same? Two the same. But anyways, fuck it. Um, But I think the next one we have the same too. I don't know how you don't. At this point in time. The next one being NXT Championship Last Man Standing Match. Wasn't their last one Between a last Spato man standing Champa, match? Champagne and Johnny Wrestling. Wasn't their last the match takeover match a, a last man standing match? Uh, No. The one where he where he had to get stretchered out and then he came back and everything. Yeah, no, because then he would have just stayed down for a ten count. It was. But remember, a, your uh, thing that you were pissed about was he didn't. Yeah, he, it could have just ended with him being taken out on a stretcher. He took him back to the ring to try to finish it off. Well, what was the so, uh, stip on that? Oh God, hang on. Oh, it was a Chicago street fight, is what yeah, it was. Street fight, probably. The same fucking thing, but <laughs> not really. Not really. This match originally was supposed to feature Aleister Black, but he suffered a thing. Pinky injury? Yeah, he doesn't take care of his fingers as well as Bret Hart. (laughs) And that's why he's soon going to be retiring and dying. Bret Hart will be at his funeral. The doctor found a black mask. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean this one. I I don't know how you don't go Johnny. He's been the he's been the story this whole time. We thought he was going to win the Chicago fight. I mean, this has been his. He inadvertently helped Tomato Champagne win the championship. He he did. I he mean, truly did. And this has He's been his story. He's got to be the guy to put this guy down because nobody else can get the job done. 
But is it now? I just this don't is feel the like third one. Is this the blow off? I don't think it can be. I think this needs to go on forever. Fight forever! Hmm. It's a tough call. It's a tough I'm picking. Call. I'm picking wrestling right now, man. Johnny wrestling. Okay. Well. Mm, and I may be letting geez. my. I might be wearing my heart on my sleeve, and I apologize for that. Um, I'm not even wearing a shirt, so that's kind of freaky. But. I'm wearing my heart on the sleeve too. <laughs> Just a sleeve with a bunch of cocks on it. <laughs> I put my penis in my hand. <laughs> uh, what are you big timing me? Right. <laughs> I, being the guy who really doesn't want the third match to be the last match of this rivalry, have to say tomato champagne retains. And I think I'm safe in doing so. I do believe that if I'm wrong here, at worst, it ended in a tie. So, yeah, tomato champagne. My favorite kind of champagne. Oh, Fuck, why? Oh, we didn't talk about fucking a tomato because tomato's a fruit. That's Ex why. Well, Answer you know, what, my hey, question. What are you fucking, you... what are you, homophobic now? That's horrible, pasty. I don't That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. You're a disgusting, dirty man. You should go wash the sour cream off your mouth. <laughs> you can fuck fruits if you want. I'm behind you 100%, folks. Fuck fruits all you want. I am behind fruit fucking. I stand with fruit fucking. Hashtag fruit also. Fruit fuckers unite! <laughs> it's a big fruit fucking fest. Festering around the free for all farms, fornicating frivolously is fantastic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, make a shirt out of that, I guess. But you know, V eight really does need to make a champagne, and that's kind of where we were going with this. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'd pop a bottle of tomato champagne. I would. I love me some V8. And, well, I, and I oftentimes pour beer in my V8. Is that tomato champagne? I guess, yeah. There you go. Especially if you use High Life, the champagne of beer. The champagne of beers. <laughs> I need to buy me some Miller High Life. <laughs> and throw it in there, and I got some tomato. You know what? If I'm thinking about it, which I won't, Next week when we record, which I won't, I'm going to have... If he wins, Miller if he Highlight. wins, we both have to have tomato champagne next week. <laughs> right? We have to celebrate. <laughs> It'll be the good times. Uh, maybe we could even brand it. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah, I'll burn it with something hot, sure. <laughs> uh, Why not? Dapper Den's Barbershop. What? I got a card for Dapper Den's Barbershop. Professional Barber. His card has a fedora and a 
handlebar mustache on it. Well, you need to go there then. Haircuts, 13 bucks. Shave, Ooh. 25 bucks. Facial, 7 bucks. He'll fucking beat off on your face for 7 bucks, folks. <laughs> I've never tried charging for that. Maybe I should. Haircut, 13 bucks. Shave, 7 bucks. Shave and a haircut, 2 bits. Yep, there you go. I wonder how many folks out there even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Probably not a lot. Uh, scalp massage is seven I, I bucks. Point you all in the direction of who framed who framed Roger Rabbit. Rabbit you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not where it originated, but that's where I know it from. It did not originate there. Lineup. What the fuck's a lineup? He Wait, charges he charges five dollars for a lineup. Oh, five dollars. That's that's not bad. What's a lineup? Line up like the fucking shit that grows down your neck on the back of your head. Line you up, son. Make your lines nice and crispy. Isn't that part of a haircut? Yeah, kind of. Can you just get that instead of a haircut? That seems like a yeah. waste. Line me up. I like my hair's growing up nice, but you know this is up. People do that. Okay, I'll buy it. He also has a neck shave for five bucks, so if you want to keep your beard going and everything, just keep your neck clean. Five bucks. Shout out to Dapper Dan. I would, Dan. I would really advise sell- just shaving your own neck, God damn it! You're really <laughs> selling Dapper Den's barbershop. I know. Let's get him as a sponsor. <laughs> I should. I really should get a hold of this guy. I don't know what town it's in. People need to put towns on their cards. It says... 212th West Lincoln Avenue. And it gives you your hours. But not a fucking town. What's the 218 area code? Does anybody 212. Know what was it? 212 what? I don't know. Now I dropped the card because I was looking at the other side. <laughs> 212 West Lincoln Avenue. It was West Lincoln. You're on top of things. And why are you asking me? Dapper Den's Barbershop. 212 and a half West Lincoln Avenue? Yeah, there you go. That's, okay. how, that's how much. Fergus to... Falls, Minnesota. Hey, hit him up at Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Yeah, I, I need to get a hold of this bastard. Got his phone number right here, folks. 218 Tell him B6 Podcast sent ya. Or hit him up at <laughs> denden85 at live.com. They'll give you a facial uh-huh. for seven bucks. <laughs> Badass. Uh, for an extra two dollar fee, he'll do it through a potato. Damn right. <laughs> Ten dollar fee if you want it done through corn. Five star <laughs> reviews here, folks. Wow, I've been into Dapper Dan's twice now, and it's become the only place I have my hair cut. You've only been there twice, Dennis- you fucker! How often do you get your haircut? Twice in my life. It's a fucking baby and shit. Dennis is an art of precision. What? An artist of precision. His name is Dennis. Oh, Dapper Den, not Dan. Den. Yeah, that's what I said. Gotcha. Dapper Den. It's Dennis Lockett. 
All his, right. His hours are Tuesday and Wednesday, 12 to 7, Thursday and Friday, 10 to 7, Saturday, 10 to 4. You want it on Sunday or Monday? Go somewhere else, fuckers. <laughs> Dennis is personal, funny, and intuitive. Hey, personal, funny, the experience and intuitive. The throwback to the old days where your old barber knows you by name. He loves to talk to you from his topical to the meaningful... Probably why he tips his hat to the Dapper Dan's Barbershop Quartet in the very name of the business. Dennis is a fan children, which makes him great with kids. <laughs> Don't buy your kids a facial. <laughs> well, it depends on what state you're in. I think it's okay in some states because there's no penetration. I think if there's no penetration, sometimes it's a gray area. Honestly. He just puts a puppet over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Oh, What's happened to this place? He's gonna turn us down for sponsorship. Yeah, now. he's definitely not gonna. I'm gonna email this. I'm gonna email this son of a bitch and ask him if he wants to sponsor us. Like, dude, just give us free haircuts next time we're in. Uh, fucking where is it? Fergus Falls. Falls? <laughs> yeah, next time we're that far fucking north. <laughs> fucking hit me up. With a facial. <laughs> Hit me up with a haircut and a facial, motherfucker. We can trade facials. Like the good old days that we hearken to. Like to hearken to the good old days where we just used to beat off to each other and get a haircut. Just, uh, uh, don't give me a facial while you're lining me up. I don't think your precision will be on point. Golly gee, Dan! Your lather sure is hot and creamy. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, it's a special lather. Uh, you want to know? Yeah, that's the... it, folks. If we don't get a sponsor soon, we're just gonna take them by force. Right. <laughs> You want to know the, what one of the best feelings in the world is? And this, I mean, honestly, I, this is me shooting 100%. 100% shoot, not a work. One of the best feelings in the world is when you get done with a haircut and they take that, like, bristled vacuum and they go over your whole head, like, four or five times. Oh, my God. I could orgasm when that happens. I just love that feel. It is just a great feeling. I don't know what it is. You I gotta mean, maybe... buy one of those, like, octopus head massager things like they sell at mall kiosks. Well, fucking Dapper Den, he does scalp massages for seven bucks. I'm willing to, to, to check it out. $14 for a scalp massage and a facial. Yep. That's a steal. I might be down with that. I might have to hit, I might, I might make a trip up to Fergus Falls! <laughs> uh... The only thing I don't like about this card that I have, it says Dapper Den's Barbershop. And it's got a it's got a nice hat on it, and it's got a handlebar mustache, and then right below it, it says Professional Barber. But it says Professional Barber in quotations. <laughs> as, if, <laughs> as if maybe he's not actually Professional Barber, but somebody called him. He's not certified for <laughs> Why is there quotations on personal? That's that's the one thing that shouldn't have quotations. Professional barber, maybe. Wink, wink. What? 
Well, he specializes in the facials. I mean, maybe this is just a den of deceit. Maybe he's not an actual barber. Like, there's not like these are all codes for things. <laughs> this is a, 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 a <laughs> this is a den of debauchery. Debauchery going on. So, like the next shave, he's a hitman and he'll off your target. Anybody yeah. you want, you know, pay him the fee. He'll give him a nice neck shave, a little off the top. So I'm wondering, 11 bucks for a kid's haircut. I'm hoping he's not bringing kids into this, and that just means that he'll, like, cut your pubes or something. Like, 11 bucks to trim your pubes. <laughs> I don't know. That's a steal, too. That, Especially you know for a guy like myself. It's kind of hard to for, get around. For a man with a belly like you and I, it's a chore to shave down there. I mean, I get it done once a week. Don't get me wrong. I keep it nice and clean. But, hot damn, it's not the easiest thing to do. Shit, I'm like once every couple of months. Oh, that's rough. I can't, I can't stand it. Six months. If I'm, if I'm pissing and I can feel my own hair, it bothers me. I'm like, oh my god. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Chewbacca? The worst, the worst is the hair that grows up the shaft. I hate that the most. So that I definitely try to keep maintained. Well, you got to do that just for the lip service, you know. I mean, it's just polite. Right. Just polite. The balls. A couple days later, they can get rug burn. <laughs> the balls, the shaft, the taint, all of that should be taken care of. It's important. Uh. I just go full Brazilian. Fuck it. I've always wanted to get it waxed down there, but A, I'm worried about how it's going to feel, and B... I, it's just like I don't know where do you go in to get that done I mean like I know I know women's tanning salons do it for women can I just walk in there and I'm be like, sure for the right dapper den man wax me up it just seems awkward <laughs> like hey I'm not hitting on you I honestly just want to know if you'll wax my balls and my and my shit down there <laughs> like no no come on I'm not going to guarantee it won't get hard, but it's not me doing it personally. Sometimes it happens when people How about are laser hair area. removal? Would you go for that down there? No. I don't know if I'd trust that. I don't know that... Uh, something about that just seems wrong. I mean, I've heard people say nair, but then I've heard people say that burns the shit out of you, too, so I don't know. I haven't been ballsy enough to try it. All right, folks out there... <laughs> In the comments below, or shoot us an email, or hit us up on Facebook. Are you a man, and have you used Nair on your testicles? I mean, not directly on the testicles per se. That'd be kind of weird. Not judging, but like, uh, on the scroll. I mean, there's hair there, too. How about the gooch? There's not hair on your testicles. That'd just be fucking weird. Well, I guess I've never, I've never opened it up and looked at it, but I've had a doctor open it up and look at it, and he never once went, Oh, shit, there's hair on him! That didn't happen. I would have remembered that. The nurse sitting there taking fucking uh. Instagram pictures and shit. <laughs> Hashtag trouble with tribbles. <laughs> I'm not even a Star Trek fan, and I fit that uh, one in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Weren't we doing something? Uh, jacking <laughs> off. That's what I was doing. 
This is one of those side paths that we were talking about. You like to take us down. Right. Although, uh, I'm not going to lie. I think I started this one with the Dapper Den Barbershop. I think this one, I got to kind of blame me on this one. I'm not sure. I think I literally just picked up the card and started talking about it. I honestly don't remember how we got on to Dapper Den. <laughs> I fucking don't remember. You brought it up. You I'm going to have to. The door and a handlebar mustache, and we were locked in from there. I guess. I, I mean, that's actually... your life. We live that life. We do live, I mean, the posh lifestyle. We are dapper individuals. I mean, we truly are. It was like a while ago somebody was saying something, and they were like, they were at a job, and they were like, hey, they changed the policy, so now we can just wear our normal clothes. We don't have to wear polos and khakis or work pants. And I was like, or dress pants. I was like, that's really cool. I'm really happy for you. And I was not working at the time anywhere. <clears throat> I mean, at the time, I was just, I was on my personal time. And then I looked down and I was like, all I fucking wear are polo shirts and dress pants. It's <laughs> like, I guess I'd still come to work looking the same way if I worked there because I dress decent, I guess. Yeah, I know if I... At it my way, I would wear khakis every day. They breathe much better than jeans. Oh, yeah. I don't know the last time I even wore a pair of jeans. Actually, out t-shirt. T-shirt could have summer heat. A polo, though. You can unbutton some buttons. Let that chest hair hang out. Or none if you don't have any because you're native like Fat Mac. No, I got, I got booby hair. I just, something about t-shirts just make me feel like a child. Like, when I wear a t-shirt, I just feel like I'm a child. Like, you shouldn't be wearing an item with a picture on it. You shouldn't wear a shirt with a picture on it if you're an adult. I mean, there are certain circumstances. You go to a, a concert with a group or something, or, I mean, there are times and circumstances, but to me, it just feels weird to wear, like, a t-shirt with, like, a picture on it or words. It's like... You mean like a like a T-shirt with all the Nickelodeon greats on it from our time? Exactly. T-shirt. With I have on it. You shouldn't wear those when you're an adult. I have T-shirts that I've bought that are like that because it's like, oh, that's really cool. And then I, I like, I'm like, well, when am I gonna wear it? I don't want to go out to the grocery store with a fucking Deadpool T-shirt. Like I'm a 13 year old. It just feels awkward to me. I've done it. I wear graphic tees everywhere, and I do also have the thought, but I'm just like, eh, fuck it. Right, fuck them. Fuck them. I have fuck yet with to wear potato. my Pokemon shirt to work, though. I just don't think that would go over well at my place of business. Probably not. I think I'd some shit. I have a very badass Eevee Pokemon shirt with uh, all the evolutions on it. Again, I just don't got a lot of places to wear it. <clears throat> Ooh, fun fun story from my place of work. And I probably shouldn't put this out there, but I don't think anybody from my work <laughs> listens to this podcast. So yesterday, one of the guys I work with, he's a temp, the only temp on our roster at this time. He's been there since before I was there. And he likes to look like he's busy, but not do shit all day long. Well, yesterday... 
after lunch, he comes back from lunch, and I'm on a late lunch because I work and work hard. So I'm on a late lunch, and he goes into the building. Five minutes later, he comes out. He looks bewildered. He goes to get in his car, and I goes to the passenger side. Just looks confused. And any more time other than the fact that I get into his car through the passenger side. I thought maybe he forgot his hard hat or whatever. Right. Well, I get to work, and one of my buddies like, hey, you might have to help me out the rest of the day. This this guy just off. What? Yeah, he didn't even say anything to the boss. Oh, shit. Going on? Fuck. This is stupid mark for short people. Hey, don't get together. Uh, shit. This just on I took off his job. More talks to the boss who no one related with shit. Didn't hard at all. And the rumor inspected from this. Yeah, shit. Oh. shit. Oh, he shit his nurse to say anything to anybody. And I mean, that's probably like, for a minute, it we think it is. I mean, that I mean, happens. We're, we're adults, man. Yeah. Everyone's had it for one reason or the other. It's like pro wrestler. It happens in the times. I feel bad for him. Sometimes you can't. I, I feel bad for him, and I was very relieved to see him show up this morning. And I'm not asking questions. Hey. And, and yeah, that's good. Yeah. Next time he goes to lift something heavy, when I tell him. Forward to Friday. There's literally none of the veterans are there. Unless you guys and I know the boss is gonna fucking day. Chocolate figure. Well, he was said literally, figuratively. I hate it too because I don't make mistakes at work. Ending there staring. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I want to tell the guys. Just I don't screw up. This is just when you're watching. You're you're fucking in. Okay. Should we get into some more predictions? Why the flunk not, baby? Yeah. So summer uh, slam. Just under a half hour left of the show. <laughs> yeah. Summer, summer slam. We got the summer, summer slam. Summer slam, pet the clam. We're gonna have to snip. I mean, we got a half hour, but you know how we go. So we'll snip through some of the the blah ones, and then we'll get into the good ones. Um, the tag team championships are back on the kickoff show again. Or at least the Raw ones are. Yeah! Raw's tag team, um, roster has just gone to shit. Um, I did hear, though, I did hear someplace I read that the Revival used, um... Uh, the Heart Foundation move that uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart uses. I'm drawing a blank. The Heart... I want to say the Heart Attack. Um, that They used that from the um, Heart Foundation. They used that in, in whichever match they had with somebody. I don't know who they had a match with. but So that's cool. Good for Revival for showing some respect. People have gone online saying it disrespected them because they did the move but they didn't win. Shut the fuck up. They were showing respect. They don't get to pick and choose if they win or not, but they went out there and they it's showed. Good thing Jim didn't die from a heart attack. <laughs> but um ching. Um Ba-dum-boo. Oh, that was too loud. I gotta work on my turning. Another kickoff show, we had Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Almas and Zelina Vega. 
It's good to know that they've been pushing Andrade and Zelina since they've come up to the main roster to, you know, throw yeah, them on the kickoff push show. Push them to the kickoff show. Fucking sad. Fucking. It's... This week, Rusev tweeted out, I'm honored to be sharing the kickoff show with the guys from 205 Live again. Yeah, Triple H must be rolling over in his grave. All of his people, you know, the revival is on the kickoff show. Um, Andrade and Zelina are on there. It's just oh, Rusev was from the main yeah. NXT. Yeah, Rusev started in NXT. It's like WWE just for a moment there it was like oh yay, and then now it's like oh no. Every now and then you'll get your Seth Rollins or your AJ Styles or something. And, and yes, it is also on the performers to to boost their own, uh, uh, I don't want to say quota, what is it, their their own stock, to, to up their own stock. That is a part of it. But they can also only do so much sometimes. Now, we haven't been watching for months, so maybe Andrade Cien Almas has been putting shit matches on and has had crappy promos and maybe he deserves the spot he's in. I don't know. But man, coming off of NXT, he was one of them we thought was definitely going to do good up there. But he's lower than Constable Corbin. Well, Constable Corbin is right at the top now. For the but record, yeah, I, I've never seen... being one of the big four or five... I'm going to cut myself off here because I said four and five, and that's 45. I just got to give a big shout-out to Tony Danucci and his AWF... They have now locked in TV show broadcasting on KSTP Channel 45 right here in Minnesota. Good job, guys. Tony DiNucci, get at me. We want you on the show. We tried before. Let's do it. So are they on two different channels now, or did they leave the channel they no, were on? They, they weren't. <coughs> they were just a local indie thing. No, and they've, now they've getting... been on TV. I used to DVR them all the time. Well, they're on 45 now. I think for the for a short while, or at least for the the while that I've been paying attention, they have not been. I want to say they were on um, CW or something like that. Because I used to, when I had cable, I used to DVR the shows and watch the shows. But then when I didn't get cable, I'd have to watch them streaming, and I haven't kept up with them. But yeah, last week the Nooch. Uh, put out a, a call for somebody to run cameras for the show so they could do a one-off for 45, and they ended up getting picked up. And I really wish I would have said, hey, I'll come hold a camera for you. I don't <laughs> right. know anything about it, but I'll do it. Yeah, actually, I, I think every event that I went to was a tele- uh, most. Yeah, I think every AWF event I've went to was a television taping, so they must have just changed television stations would be my guess. I don't know what 45 is supposed to mean. Maybe, Maybe you know, from CW. 45 is, is kind of loose. I don't know what that means. I go by like 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 45 is usually like a cable channel, so that's weird. Nope, local broadcast station. Uh, airs a lot of classic TV, like Green Acres, I Love Lucy, blah, blah. No, good for them. Good for them. I'm working on getting cable set up in my house so I can watch. Because now Ring of Honor's on cable. Impact's on cable. MLW's on cable. AWF is going to be on there. I can watch. I'm going to be getting cable probably just about the time our summer of other is over. And it's kind of a bummer. But 
I'm gonna keep up on. I'm gonna try to keep up on that shit, if I can. I don't. Yeah. Know. But after the summer of other comes the autumn of bottom, so we have to watch WWE. <laughs> we'll see. WWE has to. I mean, we'll start watching again. But if WWE keeps this shit there in, man, we'll have to figure something out. Cause it's been it's been refreshing not having to watch WWE. And from most of the stuff I ever read and hear, yeah, we've missed a couple good matches, but we've saved ourselves a lot of fucking wasted time. Yep. And I still watch the highlights, so I catch all the important shit. I honestly haven't watched the highlights for weeks and weeks either. <sighs> but we do have the Raw Tag Team Champions, the B-Team, versus the Revival on the kickoff match. I mean, we've really... I don't even know. Well, you and I will have to discuss this going further, Pacey, but maybe by next year we don't even do kickoff matches because they don't have any storyline. They don't really mean anything. It's, it's really just a, a crapshoot. You're li- literally just guessing. I well, mean, going back to hurt. my original statement, though, with this being one of the big four or big five, however you want to look at it, I intend on sitting through the whole seven hours, and I'm going to watch the kickoff show. Well, you can still watch it, but sometimes it's hard to... Um... I mean, obviously, we haven't been watching the storylines or anything, so it's hard to predict any of them. But even when you're paying attention, the kickoff shows, it doesn't matter who wins or loses, and usually there's not a real storyline going into them. And sometimes it almost feels like we shouldn't predict them or or, or count them as our official. I mean, we could give, like, dead predictions, but through the rest of this year, I want us to keep doing what we've been doing. But like I said, you and I can talk off-air sometime and see what we want to do going forward with kickoff shows. They seem to mean less and less now that they're having these big shows. You would think the kickoff show would mean more and more because you have all brands on there, but they seem to just mean less and less. But when it comes to the point that the kickoff matches don't even make it on the pay-per-view DVDs... No, none of them do. None of them do. They don't get paid for them. They don't get the DVD sales. They don't go on the DVD Blu-ray. They're not on the replay on the WWE Network. You literally have to go into kickoff, which, who does that? How many people actually do that? How many people are like, oh, I want to go back and watch SummerSlam 2016, but first let's See, watch the, catch the kickoff, with the kickoff show. show. The catch with the kickoff show is it's free. You don't have the WWE Network. It's free to watch. I don't think anybody watches the kickoff show who doesn't have the WWE well, Network. You yeah, know what I mean? You have, to, you have to watch it on your pay-per-view provider. Yeah, I, I think they air it on YouTube as well. Uh, oh, I do believe. they might. Yeah, Maybe but still, I don't know anybody who's like, oh yeah, I, I and they couldn't afford the WWE Network this month, so I just watched the kickoff. For yeah, nobody does that because nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, you brought up something I did want to talk about before we go, so I think we better bring it up now because it's kind of a big deal. So, all in, getting bigger, growing, all of this shit. Um, now it seems like not only, hey, not only are their their first hour, speaking of what you said, is going to be aired free on WGN, which is a major ba- uh, basic television channel. That's fucking huge. All in. Yeah. The Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes thing, their quote, quote unquote kickoff or pre-show or whatever, the first hour of their show is going to air on basic TV. Anybody with a fucking antenna can watch that shit huge and i congratulate them 
But some controversy's been brewing. Not only has there been a lot of Ring of Honor promotion and a lot of Ring of Honor wrestlers involved in this, which you would expect, but now it sounds like Honor Club is going to be carrying all in, along with um, local paper or pay-per-view providers, folks. So not only can you um, go there live, but you can see it on pay-per-view, or you can go to Honor Club. Now, it's awesome that they're getting pay-per-view also. They're making it available to folks who want to see it, who can't make it out there like us, so that's really cool. I'm happy for them. But the thing with the Honor Club airing it, and before Honor Club came in, this has kind of been tossed around and, and murmured about, but it really brought it to the forefront. There's not, since this is a private thing, there's not a lot of insight into where money's coming from where things are going, um, who's in charge of a lot of stuff, <clears throat> and rumors running rampant that this may not be a Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, feel a 10,000-seat arena. This may be Ring of Honor has backed this, and it's a Ring of Honor show filling a 10,000-seat arena, but Ring of Honor knew they wouldn't do it under Ring of Honor, and they gimmicked it by putting it under the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. So this could very possibly be just a Ring of Honor major show that they're selling to us fans as a, oh, we're coming up from the bottom and taking it back for the independent wrestler. That would kind of cheese me off a little bit. I mean, it is what it is, but... It's still going to be an awesome show either way. Is... Yeah. Yeah. But, it, it, yeah, that'd kind of be spitting in the face of all the fans who wanted to support the Bucks and Rhodes and support these people doing it on their own when it maybe is actually just a Ring of Honor show that the Bucks and Cody Rhodes are promoting. It gets to be a gray area. Is that smart business sense for Ring of Honor? Oh, hell yeah. If they could do it. Because Ring of Honor doesn't sell out 10,000-seat arenas at all. I'm pretty sure they never have. But is it worth conning your fans into it? And I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I don't know if, how much truth will ever come out because obviously it is a fairly private deal. And they don't have to disclose any any of their money shit. I mean, there's there's just there's no reason they would have to. So we could go forever without ever knowing. Uh, I don't know. I just I just found that was I, I thought that was unique. I thought that was interesting. It kind of brought cross feelings in my head because part of me is like, well. The important thing is the show and how the show turns out. So depending on no matter who's backing it, if they put on a badass show, good for them. And part of me says, well, why troll your fans like that? Yeah. I hope this is the independent thing we've all been talking and hoping and waiting for. Uh, I mean, it's not a big deal if it's not, but puts a bad taste in my mouth, I guess. Yep. 
And hey, if Ring of Honor is just helping support some of the wrestlers and make this, um, you know, bigger event and they're just putting it on Honor Club out of the goodness of their hearts, that's awesome for Ring of Honor, too. Good for you. I'm not not trying to shit on Ring of Honor. I'm not trying to shit on any of them, even if it's right, wrong, or the other. The bottom line, I guess, is the bottom line, how much they make. That'll determine whether it was a good idea or a bad idea. I don't know. Just thought that was poignant to bring up, and we were just talking somewhat about something like that. So, Hey, and another poignant thing to bring up that we didn't talk about at the head of the show. The Coke Cabana CM Punk lawsuit that is pending. This is pretty interesting. Interesting shit right here. Seeing as the guys were just pretty sad. on the same team just a month ago. Yeah, yeah. This uh if this is the way it sounds Cabana's I'm on board with the fuck CM Punk shit. Yeah. Uh apparently CM Punk and Colt Cabana were in this lawsuit with WWE, whatever. Punk asked Colt Cabana to step in, said he'd cover all the legal fees and everything was on him, it'd be fine, whatever. And then sometime about halfway through, he messages him, I've spent 400 and some thousand dollars on this lawsuit. You have to pay half. And Colt Cabana, although he does very well and he is kind of the godfather of pro wrestling podcasts, doesn't have a ton of money to throw around. Not that kind of big bucks. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure CM Punk made his loss in UFC. Um, I guess I don't, honestly, I don't know what he may or may not have even got for that. I want to look that up. Do that. Now, and I don't know. Um, Let's see. So I might have been hearing and reading different things than you, so I don't know. My understanding of this loss was that Punk and Askman involved, but sued by uh, Dr. Fucking, uh, who was it? Dr. Bar, whatever the fuck it was. I don't know if Colt departed. I thought Colt was wrongfully brought in because even if it was on his podcast, nothing to do with it. Super. It's all weird because on their case, all times like this, and their, their shit gets covered. So. Why not you win on say for it? Well, usually, if it's a counter. Like, if he's suing Punk and Banna. So, you something like this happens. I know a lot of times there's a countersuit filed for Dr. Ann to pay because he initiated the law he did. Uh, obviously, that might be the case in this scenario. It makes me wonder why that didn't happen. Um, but, but yeah, this... get this. In CM Punk's last USC fight, he earned an estimated $3,500. So not quite enough to while pay Mike, all While Michelson, old wacko, he netted an approximate $20,000. That's sad. Sad. But that also does a... Uh, that doesn't cover because it's legal according to wrestling ink that I'm written now. It was reported from Chicago Sun Times that the total over total five hundred thirty thousand seven thirty six. So he's asking for eight um in a email that was put this is open Colt Cabez he got an email saying it's eight hundred thousand seven hundred thirty dollars on Mon Lot. My outstanding was at eight hundred and a half 
of all this is Lord. Divide the five thirteen thousand. That is what you owe me, and I and what I expect you. Starting now, I will no longer be paying yours. You're on your own. Whatever my bills currently cut in half, and half will be yours. If choose to make this ugly, that is mine too. I hope you won't. But I gave up on you doing this a long time ago. The last name of the Colcabella claim that Brooks. Song has a long oh, people. <laughs> who is Brooks are connected with fraud, malice, and oppression towards Colton, who with the deliberate intention of causing Colton harm. Colt is now asking for 200,000 in general damages, plus 1 million in punitive and exemplary $1 million. damages. So, number um, one, this, yeah, this comes back to what I've said before. He's the most amazing, talented presenter. He just seems like he is just getting his whole life. I don't have a lot of respect. I have a lot of respect in ring work. I for the WWE or quit up here. Don't call me your friend anymore. Yeah. You just see how his fans are visiting about when he's in public. Like, hey, hi. And, and, and um, and this is enough. Now the extra one that Cole's trying to get from me is just fucking. Guess that would go towards the, the court case. And, and you know, if Colt wins, it's not only his own day. We're done beginning. But. Seems really shitty. Yeah, the whole fucked up turn of events, and I don't I'll dislike to get more than a duration. And I've like dislike the first. Yeah, it's thing over and um, G. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, if I don't know nothing about that, his years got his WWE career isn't helping any of him coming back. I'm sure he would welcome him back, you know, when they come. Come on, act like a human being, and just. All in. Just fucking wrestle in and make somebody there and just, you know, suck it up. Suck it up, Oh, speaking of end of shows, baby, and I run this to end their this podcast, too. Um, it is talk as Jared, the big bruiser on. Really good listen. Really good listen. I was looking at talk as Jared today, and I, it was something of the government. Oh, he yeah, just dropped a new one. Look at that last, uh, it was a really good one. He got into his whole I'll story. Check it out. Yeah, he's a really badass dude. I, just, I really enjoyed listening to him talk. Fun. And I like the Beer City Bruiser character in Ring of Honor, too, so that made it even that much better. There you go. All right. So. All right. Well, we I are do going think to... that covers all the news we wanted to talk about this week. I'm sure there's more we, we need forgot, to rapid but we need to rapid fire. Yeah. Rapid fire. So, B Team versus The Revival kickoff show. What do you got, Pasty? B team. Yep. There's no reason they should win over the revival, but I feel that's what it's doing, and I support the B team. Um, I like their characters better than revival. We got Rusev and Lana versus Cien Almas and Vega. Uh, my thought is Lana costs Rusev and Lana the match, and Selena Vega picks up the pin, meaning Almas and Vega are the winners. <clears throat> Um, not trying to copy you here, but I just don't... I mean, they just shit on Rusev and Lana all the time, so... I'm pretty sure... Well, I mean, the stakes are high here. Well, stakes will be on the side after the fatal blowjob. That it will. And kickoff mash! We got Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship! Um, you did the first two right off the bat. I'll just give you my pick. I'm thinking Alexander keeps it. He seems to be doing a good job as champion. Still hasn't won me over, but I don't hate him. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I like Cedric slightly more than I like Drew, so... I'm actually opposite. I like Drew Gulak's character and everything, but um, 
I think they're going with Cedric. I think that's what they're going with. Um, so a tag team championship makes it to the main show. Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day. Well, New Day never beat Bludgeon Brothers before now, so why would that change? This could be a very boring prediction show because I'm going Bludgeon Brothers. I don't see why New Day would need the titles after the long reign that they had. They don't. Bludgeon Brothers, they need to keep them dominant until um, one of the other big dominant teams come up from NXT and take it from them, or perhaps perhaps Sanity. I don't know. Finn Balor versus Constable Corbin. I'm I'm Seeing picking... this is just big cast Daniel Bryan's storyline. Uh Finn Balor. Yeah, and I that... see you already typed FI. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I got is Finn Balor. <laughs> this is gonna be <laughs> I'm glad we chose this to rapid fire. Right. <laughs> um US Championship match Shinsuke versus Jeff Harday. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I, oh, by the by, Shinsuke Nakamura just released a book called The King of Strong Style that uh, compiles his life from 1980 to 2014. That's awesome. I would love to check that out. Maybe if we work our he magic. He admits to crying when he had to lose to Brock Lesnar in New Japan. Well, he should because uh, Brock ended up screwing New Japan and everybody else over. So, you know, just the same way he's done with WWE. Right. Maybe if we're lucky, we'll yeah. end up getting an Audible sponsorship and our listeners can get an audio book from us every now and then. So who's your pick? My pick is Shinsuke Nakamura. I think he's got to keep going on with this heel shtick. They could do a back and forth with him and Jeff. I don't know what the storyline's like right now, but with Matt uh, taking some time off, I could see Jeff maybe trying to take some time off with him or something. I don't fucking know. That's just my reasoning. And I'm going to call an audible here myself, and I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy. Because of Randy Orton's scandal in the midst, I do not believe we will be seeing him at SummerSlam. Uh, Is he on the card? I don't think so. Nope. No, Orton's not on. Wow, Orton's not on the card for SummerSlam. That's nope. weird. Aren't you thankful though? I am. I, oh yeah, I am for sure. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Um, this is the one thing where it's like, goddamn, we waited for this storyline forever, and I'm not watching, and I don't know what's going on. Um, the, the reaction I seem to be getting when I'm reading stuff online is they're kind of dropping the ball on this feud and they're not doing it as well as they could. But I am super intrigued by this because we've all wanted this. And I don't this is a one-off match. I think this is a build that'll go all the way to WrestleMania, hopefully. I'm just I know Daniel Bryan's interested in taking that challenge. I'm curious um, how long they've been building this. It's been a few weeks. Has it really? That's what yeah. happens when I don't even check out the highlights or nothing. I honestly didn't even know these two were feuding. It's been more than a few weeks because it's been, what, six weeks since the last pay-per-view? Yeah. And I think they planted the seeds the first week, but it really kicked up the second and third week. Oh, wow. Good for them. That's good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to pick and... the TV star, and I'm going to go with The Miz. He's got a show to Yeah, Hawk. me too. 
Might as well hockey. Hashtag me too. Yep. And, and I feel like in order for this to go to WrestleMania, the Miz needs to win with some kind of dastardly underhanded means. So now we have a triple threat match with three women nobody really wants to fucking watch at this moment. SmackDown Women's Championship match. It was going to be a fatal four-way. Uh, so who got lost Jim out? Jim Neidhart had to go and croak. Oh, Natalia was supposed to be in here? Yep. Oh, so it was kind of going to be... Um, is it... Is she with Carmella right now, or who is... No, no, she's with, um... She is... Who's... Ronda Rousey. Natalia's... Oh, yeah, yeah, she's a face right now. That's right. She's a face. So the only heel on here would have been Carmella? Versus three faces? I'm wrong. Natalia wasn't going to be in this match because she's on Raw. Okay. Maybe... Oh, originally this was supposed to be Carmella versus Becky Lynch, and then they threw in Charlotte Flair last week. Damn it, Jim Neidhart! <laughs> Why'd you have to fucking die and put Charlotte Flair in there, you fucking anvil? Well, uh, you know, uh, the, the the big rhino is going to be passing away, and, uh, well, you know, if you could uh, put Charlotte Flair in there, I know... Uh, I mean, the big rhino, he's doing good now, and uh, Charlotte Flair could really... Um... Well, so they obviously just didn't have faith in Carmella and Becky Lynch, so they just slotted yeah. Charlotte in. So obviously Charlotte wasn't planned to win. I God, I can't see them taking it off Carmella yet. Uh, Becky Lynch would be a good so one either. to do I it. I think Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch are going to get in each other's way, and that's going to cost the, the, the victory. Yeah, but Becky's part of the four horsewomen, and I mean, I know they got a good six months before that, but... And the real thing here is, is storyline, James Ellsworth was fired by Paige. What do you bet he makes an appearance at SummerSlam? He's still fucking here? I thought he would have been gone by now. Oh, no. Well, I mean, he, he's been gone since Paige fired him, but okay. that was on TV. What did she fire Therefore, him for? story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for something, he talked disrespectful to her. Some shit. So what's said, the deal with Duh. what's the deal with Constable Corbin? So, is Stephanie even involved in Rod all anymore? No, she's not. She talks to Constable Corbin on his cell phone. So is he higher up than Kurt Angle? Yep, pretty much. God damn, poor Kurt. I feel bad for him. <laughs> That's fucking rough. It was bad enough when he was getting berated <laughs> by Steph. Now Constable Corbin's taking him to task, huh? <laughs> I feel bad for I you know what? To this day, I don't even know what Constable Corbin looks like. And I, I will put a little um asterisk in there. During the Galactic Get Down, um Panda Red showed me a picture of him. She Googled it and I seen it. I think I was half drunk because I honestly can't remember what it looked like. <laughs> I I know she showed me because she's like, hold on, I'll look. Because she was like, don't you think Cousin would look cool dressed up as Constable Corbin? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck Constable Corbin. And she Googled it for me and I was like, oh yeah, that looks nothing like anything he would wear. That'd be cool. And then I don't know what it was. So, uh, Constable Corbin. Then we have the IC title match, Dolph Ziggler, Ziggy, 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 versus Seth Rollins. Ziggy. All right, Spice Girl. 
Um, I don't think Seth. Oh, this is the one with the. They have you somebody in their corner, huh? You gotta get with best friend. Dean Ambrose got a haircut, so Seth is gonna win. Unless he turns, but I don't think this is where he turns. I think he turns sometime after Seth has the title again. He's got to take the title from Seth, right? Right, Ritty. You're going Seth. I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put Dolph in there. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I'm gonna do it. Uh, I'm sending you a picture of Constable Corbin. Strowman versus Owens. Strowens. And this is for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, I did hear something that made me laugh not too long. Oh, this is? They don't even have that on yes. the WWE website. Money in the Bank case on the line. Um, Apparently there was um, a Kevin Owens-Jinder Mahal match, like this last Raw. And they kept saying, or like a tag match maybe, where Jinder Mahal and Kevin Owens were together. Does that sound right? Anyways, apparently... Yeah, they... yeah versus, versus uh, it was supposed to be the two of them versus Finn Balor, but Strowman wound up being Finn Balor's partner. And apparently the the, <laughs> the announcers kept saying, Mahal and Owens. And when somebody first said that, the first thing I thought of was like Hall a fucking take on Hall and Oates. Yeah. <laughs> And then, whatever I was watching, they made that joke, too. Like, oh, it seems like a weird way of saying Hall and Oates. And I was like, God, I could see them doing a fucking, doing some kind of <laughs> character change, some kind of storyline with Mahal and Owens <laughs> and a, a Hall and Oates sort of fucking thing with the mustaches and everything. I I, I could see it. but um, And their manager I, can be Elias. He could. He could. They're the opening act for Elias. Mahal and Owens. Mahal and Owens. I mean, how do you ever go against Strowman right now? Especially, why would he lose the Money in the Bank briefcase? What What does he have to gain from so losing that? So that it doesn't get cashed in. So that it does not get cashed in. But then Owens would have it. On the It'd main still event. get cashed in. It wouldn't get cashed in at the main event of SummerSlam. Well, maybe it won't anyways. Is he supposed to cash it in at the main event of SummerSlam? Uh, a lot of people seem to think Kevin Owens is going to win the case and either cash in and fail, where Strowman obviously should win, or yeah, not cash in at all. You almost, if WWE does that, they'd be stupid as hell because they literally already did that at WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, and then somebody cashes in and wins it. That'd just be stupid to do it again. Yeah, but I mean, Kevin Owens wouldn't win. He wouldn't win. He would lose. It's, and I think that... It's still the same thing? See, for the longest time, and that's that's the WWE thing. I haven't been watching, but I can follow along with the writers because I'm connected to them somehow. And for the longest time, I'm sure Strowman was meant to cash in and win the championship. But now that Brock Lesnar is signing this new deal with Vince, supposedly, so you think to come and take the title... So you give the briefcase to Kevin Owens, and he doesn't use it right now. So you think the case needs to get lost, oh, yeah. and that's why Kevin Owens will lose yeah. it. I think it's out of necessity. Okay. Kevin Owens is going to win it. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not. 
I don't care either way. I'm going Strowman just because that's a super safe bet. Anytime Braun Strowman's in a match with anybody, it's a pretty safe bet to go with him. So I don't. Uh, I don't. Their feud has been going on far too long. It sounds I think like Owens needs to. You know, yeah, this is another one where it's just I, again I I read things every now and then or listen to things every now and then, and it sounds like their whole feud is literally just Kevin Owens running away when Braun Strowman will come down the ramp. Like, they haven't actually done anything. He just runs away all the time. That's what it sounds like. So, I don't know. Haven't watched. I'm just going off of what people tell me. Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Brazzy. God, this is another one. Like, how does either one lose? Right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Rowdy Ronda Rousey has her SummerSlam moment, and maybe that brings them to I don't the four horsewomen. I don't think it's time. I think Bliss is a good heel, and she's gonna do good lucha things, and Bliss is gonna retain. I was looking through some of her merchandise today, and there's so many shirts of hers I want to buy, but again, I don't know where in the fuck I'd wear them. But I do. I want to support her. Uh, okay. We got WWE champions AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. This should, I'm saying should, definitely be the match of the night. It should, definitely. How do you put those two words together? <laughs> I'm saying if all things fall in place, this will definitely be the match of the night. If Vince McMahon puts yeah. his pinky in there and stirs it, it won't definitely be the match of the night. You're right. It's an oxymoronic statement, and, and it doesn't work well. It sounded good to everybody listening except for you until you said it, and then everybody looked at me like, God, he's a dumb fucker who doesn't know his grammar. <laughs> if you'd have shut your fucking mouth, nobody would have noticed. But, yes, it, 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 it was an oxymoronic statement. Why'd you put statement. a zero? I did put a zero. Put a zero. In my name There's I was a just, zero in my name slot. I erased it. I'm playing with you the damn... You deducted points from me for calling you out on <laughs> you your fucking shit. fucking A, I did. Should definitely put a zero and paste these fucking spot here. I should definitely do that. I should. Zero, miero. Ooh, how about the rumor that it's going to be Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. at All In as the main event? I'm super stoked that that could be the oh, main event. Oh, fuck yeah! I we got to... We gotta keep going, but I am super stoked about that. That sounds amazing. Come on, Pacey. What do we I'm going with Samoa Joe on this one because AJ Styles had his time. He's getting boring. Samoa Joe be a good champion. Let's go with Samoa Joe. I'm going with Samoa Joe. The only the only thing is, I I still to this day don't think Vince McMahon is sold on Samoa Joe. Jean Le Samoa Joe. Guns don't kill people. I do. Is that cricket in my house, or am I hearing that from your end? Uh, it's probably in your house. It probably is, but I'm really hoping that the mic picked it's it up. probably cause... because of my <laughs> John LeJoe. Well, that's... I, I, that I very super, few people get. I was super hoping that the genitals. mic... 
genitals. He shit Randy Orton's hands. Super hoping the mic picked up that cricket because it was perfect. The problem is, all I can ever think of is the, is the guy as Taco. I knew him as Taco. Yeah. Well, I I seen Show Me Your Genitals before I seen um, uh, uh um. And equals MC Vagina. Um. Oh, I, all of his. Are, he's got a ton. The league he's got a ton. is the, the league, show. Yes. The so show I, is the league. I heard. I, I I watched some of his shit before I ever seen the league, but I didn't realize it was the same guy till later on. I was showing somebody else Show Me Your Genitals. And I was like, that's fucking Taco! And they were like, what? <laughs> I was like, never mind, but it is. No, the first time I saw the league, I'm like, holy shit, he's here! It's fucking awesome. So I, I never... Fuck? Right? I love that. So I've never, I, I never remember his name. So I'm hoping the mic picked up that cricket, because that would have been perfect. And I'm sure it's a cricket in my house, because my door was left wide fucking open for hours last night. So there's probably multiple crickets. <laughs> Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Pasty, I know what you're picking. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Reigns. If Reigns doesn't win it now, he honestly should never get it again. He should leave WWE. Is what he just, should do. He keeps he saying. He should go somewhere else. I, he's the most. He's the only guy who's the most screwed over guy who's had the most fucking opportunities at a title right. ever. I get screwed over every chance, but even though I've lost my last five matches, I'm getting another one. But I'm screwed over. And most of them are, were just legit losses. Like, he only got screwed yeah. in matches, like, two, maybe? Yeah. Um, they, have to, they have to pull the trigger on Reigns. Fans. The fans who love Brock and don't like Roman still want Roman Reigns to win it because at least it's a storyline. The crowd popped in an uproarious roar at Raw when Paul Heyman was slyly asking to be Roman Reigns' advocate before he maced him and sided with Brock Lesnar. So, Hey, Pace, just, just wait, just wait. Uproarious roar is fucking oxymoronic, Pasty. Of course it's uproarious, <laughs> a roar. It's a roar. It was either uproarious or it was a roar. There you go. I got you back, bitch. <laughs> uproarious roar my uproarious ass <laughs> go ahead I'm sorry I didn't I had as soon as you it's said it I was like I gotta call him out on that one now <laughs> it's okay uh, no I uh, yeah Brock Brock should probably retain with everything that's going on behind the scenes right now uh, I guess we'll know for sure if Braun Strowman beats Kevin Owens, <laughs> and then we're both wrong on this match. So, uh, could be. Although he could, he could cash in after the match to where one of us still could win. Yeah. No, I definitely with with AJ Styles potentially losing to Samoa Joe. I think Brock Brock should. That's what it says on my screen. <laughs> Which, I guess that makes sense. Only have one title change on the pay-per-view. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. Fun. There's our SummerSlam predictions, folks. Uh, it's been good to bring it to you, and it's been good to be back in the studio. This it has is. been a fun show, and I, I, God, I almost think this might be our best one yet, or at least our best one in recent times. It's been a very good show. We got a lot in. We got a lot of wrestling in. We got a lot of you and I in. You and I, I think, make the show the uniqueness. So I hope that's what 
the beef stick listeners look for is, is you and I rifting on each other and shit. So they got that today for sure. Oh yeah. Um, but this does seem good. I'm glad we got to rapid fire this. We got to talk about some shit. It'll be an interesting SummerSlam. This really not watching it makes, I don't know if it's more fun or less fun, but it sure adds something to watching a pay-per-view when you go in there. It makes me me excited. Like, like when I watch a ring of honor or new Japan pay-per-view, I don't know what's going on in the story, but I'm excited to see the matches here. I don't know what's really going on, but I'm sure if I was watching it, I'd be like, do I really have to watch seven hours of SummerSlam? I'm like, fuck yeah, I get to watch seven hours of SummerSlam on Sunday. And I just want to drop here before we leave. Uh, Seems like Sindar and Mustafa Ali might be out for all injuries. Sindar is having surgery. Mustafa Ali is out with quote-unquote exhaustion. I think means he has a drug problem, but I'm not sure. But uh, So... Just, just uh, want to put that out there. We snip that in real quick. Like, but um, it's gonna be more. Like, I'm, I'm obviously yeah. the, the polls for both Dexy and SummerSlam. Good, one. and um, we'll see about that, bitch. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I remember one... if you're in Fergus Falls, Minnesota, Hidden's Barber Shop. Tell them Beast Picks Podcast sent you. Give them a call. Send them an email. Tell them we told you to get a hold of them and ask for a facial. Smell and make you holla. Yes, definitely flood his voicemail and emails with beef sticks podcasting, cloud style broadcasting stuff. It's the only way we're going to get a fucking sponsorship from him, folks. But we Tweet may... him and ask about Potato Tang. Let's confuse the shit out of this guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that being said, uh, hey, I'm pretty sure I'm Fat Mac. Sometimes I'm Pasty White. And if Randy Orton has anything to do with it, we'll be a look you in the eye. And ask you if you're big shouting us. Good times. I think I might have killed it. I hit the stop button. Let's just hold it. Oh, yep. All right. You know what we need to do? We need to, like, record you and I twice.